What's up, guys? Welcome to the 10th episode of The Journey Podcast with me, Jada Christine. Today, we are talking about my own personal forbidden fruits. You know, in the garden with Adam and Eve, their forbidden fruit. I feel like the forbidden fruit is a symbol for something else. It could very well actually be a fruit, but I feel like it's a metaphor for something else. That's just my own theory. But my own forbidden fruits and why God warns us against these things. This video is not for kids. If you are below the age of 18, ask your mama. Show it to your mama before you watch it. <laughs> If you've done these things anyway, I guess it doesn't really matter. But if you like what you hear, please share it with a friend, subscribe to the channel, download the podcast, and please leave a comment or review. Now let's get into it. So first, what are my own forbidden fruits? What are the things that God has delivered me from? If you haven't seen my testimony video, it's on this channel. And if you want to get a more descriptive storyline on how these things got introduced into my life and how I let them go, then you can watch that. It's on this channel. But those things were weed, porn, and new age spirituality, specifically tarot readings. I did not do them, but I watched them heavily. I smoked a lot and I watched porn every single day. Those things got normalized in my life. It was my normal. I didn't see why they were bad. I didn't understand why they were bad, even when I let them go. I went cold turkey on them. All at once, I struggled with a few, but I went cold turkey on porn. I didn't see why they were bad. When God was asking me to step away from them, I did not understand why. And he ended up showing me why in some ways. And in some ways, I still question. If you can have me wait until marriage, it's hard. Like, why can't I just, you know, dabble to hold myself over? Those things were normalized in my life. And there's a lot of things that are normalized in our culture, you know, gossip. There's a lot of things that we don't talk about and that are hard to let go. And just because they're normalized does not mean that they don't hold the same weight, that God does not look at them the same. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. That's Hebrews 13, eight through nine. And these strange new ideas or not even new ideas, but just because it's more normalized in today's culture does not mean that God looks at them in a different way. As normalized and legalized weed is, that does not mean that God started to approve of it all of a sudden. As normalized pornography is, that does not mean that God approves of it all of a sudden. And as normalized new age spirituality is, that does not mean that God approves of it all of a sudden. He does not. And so um, I want to start off this conversation with what is sin? Why is sin a sin? Like, I feel like there's this negative connotation attached to the word sin. You know, the aggressive Christians are like, you are a sinner, repent or go to hell. You know, so what is a sin? Why is sin a sin? Basically, sin separates us from God. And if we look at Genesis with Adam and Eve, when they ate the forbidden fruit, they were hiding from God. Sin can leave us feeling ashamed. It can leave us hiding from God because we know what we're doing is wrong on the inside, even if we are in denial. But in James, James 1, 14 through 15 says, temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So what is sin? Sin is the temptation within our desires. Those desires give birth to sinful actions. And when that sin grows, when that sin is fed, when our flesh is fed, it gives birth to death. So sin, it separates us from God. If you can elaborate on that, please do in the comments. This is a community here. Basically, when I was doing these things, I did not understand what it was bringing into my life, the doors that it was opening. And the Bible says, 
Also, in 2 Corinthians 3, 14 through 16, it says that when you give your life to Christ, a veil is lifted off of your eyes. And when that veil was lifted off of my eyes, I saw everything that I was doing in a different way. I saw the darkness that it was bringing into my life, the weed, the porn, the tarot readings. I saw the darkness with my own eyes. I felt it with my spirit. I felt it. I felt it tangibly. So those things weren't non-existent just because I started, I didn't believe in God. Those dark things were always in my life. I just could not see them. And so when that veil was lifted, as 2 Corinthians 3, 14 through 16 says, it says, but the people's minds were hardened. And to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can only be removed by believing in Christ. Yes, even today when they read Moses's writings, their hearts are covered with that veil and they do not understand. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. So when I turned to the Lord, that veil was taken away. I saw everything, like I said. So now I want to talk about the flesh versus the spirit. So sin, like I said earlier, sin is from our own natural fleshly desires. Romans 6.16 talks about that flesh versus spirit battle. So Romans 6.16 says that don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey. You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to, which leads to righteous living. You are a slave to something. And that could be your flesh. That could be um, different teachings. That could be new age spirituality teachings. That can be crystals. That can be whatever. And um, God wants us to be a slave to righteous living, a slave to God. When you obey God, you are living righteously. Now, when I was a slave to my flesh, I did whatever I desired. If I woke up wanting to watch porn, I would wake up wanting to watch porn. I could not go to sleep without watching porn first, maybe even multiple times a day. And I say this laughing, but I'm serious. I was a slave to my own flesh. Whenever I wanted something, I fed that thing. And the thing about feeding your flesh is that your flesh gets stronger and stronger and stronger. So you may think, Oh, I'm just going to do it once, but you do it once you feed your flesh. What happens when you feed something? It grows. When you feed a child, it grows. When you feed your sin, when you feed your flesh, it grows. And as it grows, it becomes more dominant in your life. So next thing you know, all you can do is be obedient. You are in shackles to whatever your flesh wants to do. I was in shackles. If I wanted to smoke, I was going to smoke and I was going to ask my friends if they had weed. I was going to buy weed. I was going to do whatever I had to do to get that weed. Now, if I wanted to have some knowledge of what was going on in my life, I would not seek God for it. I would seek tarot card readings on YouTube and on TikTok for it. I would seek answers from them. Now, what is wrong with that? We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it in this video. So you may think I'm not going to lead myself to destruction. I have wisdom. I have morals. Now, see, I didn't think I was leading myself to destruction. And even though you, you could be a person who doesn't do any of these things, maybe you know growing up, yeah, I'm going to stay away from drugs, I'm going to stay away from porn, but I just still don't believe in Christ. Um, the thing about following your flesh, even if you feel like you do have a good set of morals, we've all made decisions that we have regretted later. Have you ever made a decision that you thought was right in your soul? You was like, yes, I'm going the right way. I'm talking to the right person. I'm getting married to the right guy. I'm jumping into this relationship with the right guy, with the right girl. I'm making friends with this person. This is right. I'm going to this right school. I'm, I'm picking this right major. And then later on, you realized it was a mistake. So when we continue to follow our flesh, our own desires, our own understanding, as time goes on, we'll realize why it wasn't for us. That may not always be the case, but oftentimes it is. And when you follow God, he warns you when you could be going the wrong way and he redirects you. He is a shepherd and we are his sheep. So 
He pulls us away and he guides us back. We may stray away all the time from our own thinking, but he will rein us back in. What I'm gonna do is break down each and every single one of my own forbidden fruits and how I perceive them from before when I had the veil over my eyes to after when I did not have that veil over my eyes. So, new age spirituality, when I had that veil over my eyes, why did I start watching tarot reading videos? Well, basically, I'm nosy. I wanna know what's going on in my life. I'm constantly curious about what's coming and specifically love tarot readings. That's how I got hooked and that's how I got drawn in. It was on TikTok, it was all over TikTok. I know y'all been seeing that, those videos. So, um, I would scroll through my for you page i would see tarot readings and you know how they pop up they say this is for you if this is on your for you page and they say there's a man in your life he's looking at you he's watching you he wants to come into your life he wants to shoot his shot or whatever you're going to have great love coming in this could be long lasting i am a hopeless romantic those things drawed me in and i was hooked specifically when an actual guy came into my life I wanted to dive in more. I was like, okay, so what's about this guy? Well, how does he feel about me? And there was no communication in that situationship. So I would seek advice from tarot card readers. And this was virtual besides one that I did actually get in person from a person who went to the same school as me. And so um, I was curious. I wanted to know what was going on. And I think that's that's what brings a lot of us into this. When we just have something that is weighing on us heavy, when we want to seek direction, when we want to seek guidance and some sort of clarity and we feel like we can't get it from god that is why i did it and i didn't see when the veil was over my eyes what it was doing into my life now when i was unveiled when i gave my life to christ afterwards i started understanding why and um, i want to give you guys a verse on why god doesn't like tarot readings um isaiah 8 19 says someone may say to you let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead with their whisperings and mutterings they will tell us what to do but shouldn't people ask God for guidance? Should the living seek guidance from the dead? So basically, when tarot readings, psychics, mediums, whatever, when they are telling you about your future, they are not consulting with God. They're consulting with little G gods, angels, spirit guides, ancestors. What are those spirits that they're consulting? Those spirits are not of God, straight up. Where do they get their information from? The devil is an angel of light. So as heavenly as ancestors and spirit guides and angels sound i'm not talking about god's angels god does have angels but the thing about the devil he used to be an angel he knows the word he mimics it in a demonic way so they're not consulting spirits of god second corinthians 11 14 through 15 says even satan disguises himself as an angel of light so it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness in the end they will get the punishment their wicked deeds deserve so god i'm telling y'all god does not mess with that new age stuff please leave it alone now when i was unveiled when i gave my life to christ i started seeing things and i'm not trying to scare nobody and i swear i am not lying i saw physical darkness around me i felt physical darkness around me i could not sleep it was in my room I literally couldn't stay in my room one night. This was in college and when I was in my dorm, I, I got up at three o'clock in the morning, left my room because I could not sleep. I feared for my life because the darkness that was around me. And I saw the darkness that was brought into my life from these things. And I feel like this was not only from tarot, but it was from weed. And I don't think everybody's gonna have the same experience. I have watched videos of people who were like ex-tarot readers, ex-new um, age practitioners, who had similar experiences, um, seeing dark things, dark figures, dark spirits in their presence, in their room. And I related to it as soon as I watched it and it put fear into me. And 
that fear wasn't necessary because God gives us authority to cast those things down. And once I understood that, once my big sister explained that to me, she told me how to pray over my room, how to pray over my space, and the devil fleed from me. So I think about the devil, he's small compared to God. God is big and God gives us the authority, his spirit to cast things out of our lives. Dem demonic activity, anxiety. Demons don't come as monsters. Demons come through dark things. My dark things, weed, tarot, porn, anxiety. The list can be longer, but I'm talking about those three things today. So crystals. I was not into crystals. I did have a few, but I did not use them. I had, them, I had a few of them as gifts and I thought they were pretty. I had a necklace, thought it was pretty. But crystals, let's talk about crystals. Now, Isaiah 44, 12. This is about a story of a blacksmith who made an idol out of a piece of wood and basically making an idol out of things of the earth, out of creation. The blacksmith stands at his forge to make a sharp tool, pounding and shaping it with all his might. His work makes him angry and weak. It makes him thirsty and faint. Then the woodcarver measures a block of wood and draws a pattern on it. His work with chisel and plane and carves it into a human figure. He gives it human beauty and puts a little shrine. He cuts down cedars. He selects the cypress and the oak. He plants the pine in the forest to be nourished by the rain. Then he uses part of the wood to make a fire. With it, he warms himself and bakes his bread. Then yes, it's true. He takes the rest of it and makes himself a god to worship. He makes an idol and bows down in front of it. He burns part of the tree to roast his meat and to keep himself warm. And he says, all that fire feels good. Then he takes what's left and makes his god a carved idol. He falls down in front of it, worshiping and praying to it, rescuing he says, you are my god. Such stupidity and ignorance. Their eyes are closed and they cannot see. Their minds are shut and they cannot think. The person who made the idol never stops to reflect why it's just a block of wood. I've burned half of it for heat and used it to bake my bread and roast my meat. How can the rest be a god? Should I bow down to worship a piece of wood? We can call this piece of wood crystals. What are these crystals? Crystals are rocks. What do people do with crystals? I don't know what they do to them. I can't tell you much what they do to them, but I do know that it is very similar to the story about the blacksmith. God wants you to know that these are little G-gods. It's an idol. It's a, it's a thing that won't serve you, won't help you, won't save you. Jeremiah eleven twelve says, Then the people of Judah and Jerusalem will pray to their idols and burn incense before them, but the idols will not save them when disaster strikes. So what are those idols going to do when um, disaster strikes in your life? Are they going to save you? Are they going to be your savior? They're not. The devil does not care about saving you. He's trying to destroy you straight up. And so now we're going to go on to weed. When I had the veil over my eyes, what was weed to me? Why did I smoke? I smoked because when I got high, I felt more confident in myself. I, was, I literally turned into a narcissist. I'm not going to lie. I would stare at myself in the mirror for hours. I felt beautiful. Um, I'm a very confident person in general, but it gave me the confidence to speak to people I usually wouldn't speak to at parties and at social gatherings. Um, I claimed it gave me relief from anxiety, but if I wasn't smoking the right kind, it also gave me anxiety, made my heart beat out my chest. Um, I claimed it gave me peace. It did not give me peace. It was a distraction from my actual problem. It was a distraction from my academics. It was a distraction from many things. I claimed it, it gave me fun and it was fun. Of course it was. That's why it's forbidden fruit. It looks good. It looked fun. It looked cool. It felt good. It tasted good to me. Like I enjoyed it. And our flesh does enjoy those things. My spirit didn't enjoy it, but my flesh was in love with weed. I loved getting high. It was fun with my friends just laughing, you know, laughing for no reason, laughing at silly things, looking at everything and saying, wow, that's so beautiful. It's just the thoughts I had though, the thoughts I had, the thoughts I had looking back, they were actually pretty disgusting. So why did I stop smoking weed? I stopped smoking weed because my sister warned me about it. 
Um, she used to smoke. I didn't understand why I had to stop smoking weed. Um, but the Bible does say in First Peter 5, 8 to remain sober-minded, as in um, not becoming drunk, not becoming high. And being able to stay on guard when you're high, you can't do that. Our body is a temple. First um, Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And when you give your life to Christ, when you are unveiled, as I say, these things don't go away. It doesn't mean that when you repent and give your life to Christ, you're never going to sin again. Because we do fall short. Um, after I gave my life to Christ, it was hard for me to put weed down. Um, I struggled with weed and I struggled with tarot readings. I, as I said earlier, I went cold turkey on porn. But with weed and tarot readings, I was struggling. Like, I did not want to put it down. And after I gave my life to Christ, smoking and getting high, it wasn't as enjoyable anymore. All I could think about was, I'm disappointing God. All I could think about was, I'm making God mad. And God, and God says that, I forgot what verse it was, but it says in the Bible that after you have sinned with the knowledge of knowing that it is a sin habitually, and you do it over and over again, repenting and going back to it without being genuine, there is no longer any sacrifice that covers these sins. And so we have to make it a practice to step out of habitual sin. Yes, we will fall, but habitual sin is a trap. That's when you are literally in shackles to whatever you were serving. Same thing with tarot readings. I saw dark things around me. And it wasn't while I was high. It wasn't even while I was smoking. I saw and I heard things around me, as I said earlier. Even though I found it enjoyable, it does not excuse the darkness that I was allowing into my life. The door I had opened. Now, porn. Why did I start watching porn? I was in high school at the time and I was curious about my body. And like everybody else, I was horny. <laughs> I'm so childish. I'm so childish. I mean, yeah, it was fun. It fed my fantasy like everybody else. That's why everybody else does it. That's why it's so common. That's why there's so many people who go onto porn sites every single day. It's something that everybody struggles with. Every single person I know has watched porn. Well, not every single person, but yes, it's hard to put down. It's hard to stay abstinent. It's hard to be celibate but it's for our own good and so why is it not good for us why did i stop when i first stopped i didn't understand why i was like god if you want me to be celibate if you want me to be absent until marriage why can't i just you know hold myself over until it's time but it was straight up because god said so even though i didn't understand and so sexual sin it says in first corinthians 6 18 that it's the only sin that is against the body it says Run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. And our body is a temple, like I said earlier. When you masturbate or when you watch porn, when you have sex before marriage with someone, the spirit is residing in you. He did not consent to that. He did not consent to that, okay? God doesn't want us to keep experiencing sex in that way. God created sex. Sex is good, but it is for within the context of marriage it is not for outside of marriage it is not to please ourselves um it's for pleasure and it's for recreation in the context of marriage i guess watching porn it places expectations for when you do get in a relationship if you were to be marrying someone who has never had sex before two virgins <laughs> may not know what to do with each other <laughs> and when you watch porn you set expectations on yourself now it takes time to grow a sexual relationship i assume so placing expectations that can create division in a relationship. So yeah, no, that's also why I'm waiting till marriage now. You know, soul ties. When you have sex with someone, it's two people becoming one flesh. 
one flesh. That is a bond, okay? Two souls, two spirits coming together. It's an intimate thing. When you do that with so many people, it breaks the intimacy of it. So yeah, those were my forbidden fruits. I hope you enjoyed that video. Thank you for listening. Let's continue the conversation in the comments or the DMs. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or post it on your stories or send it to someone you may think may need to hear it. Follow the Instagram at The Journey Podcast. Follow me on TikTok at Jada.Christine. Please come back. Please come back. Come see me or listen to me again and look at the previous episodes because they are good to have a nice day.